happy with Captain Marvel? I am. We just talking about. I think that was a good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but like without without spoiling anything for those of us like myself who haven't seen it, don't buy a cat. Okay. Mm, without saying right without there. saying nothing, just don't buy a cat. He's All saying right. a lot though. Without saying, saying I'm a lot. saying low key too much. <laughs> yeah, chill out. Chill out, Mike. <laughs> no, you you can. I wouldn't say high have high expectations, but. It's definitely a quality movie. Like it'll 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 give you what you need as far as backstory. But I didn't think that it was as good as it should have been for a character like Captain Marvel. Right. You said it's supposed to be like the the strongest character in the Marvel character uh, universe, right? Pretty much. So so all I was saying was, if you're coming out with with her movie to tell her story, I'm expecting one of the best um, Marvel movies out there. That makes sense. So I guess yeah, I had high expectations and it didn't meet it, but it wasn't a bad movie. Right. So So if you go in with no expectations, you'll you'll be happy that you watched it. Just yeah. you know. Don't expect like a an Iron Man or a Black Panther or a Captain America, none of those. And now what I will say though is I think her origin because I always I like to play devil's advocate. Right. So my two my two takeaways from Captain Marvel, for one, it was an origin movie. We don't origin movies don't really hit home runs all the time because no, you, you got to do a lot of telling the backstories like we talked about. I think she had a better origin story than Thor, for sure. Okay. I don't really like the whole Thor. Th- what's what's Captain really? Marvel's superhero or superpower? You got to watch, man. She, okay. okay. Yeah, like, like, if I tell you, we'll, we'll ruin the movie all right, all right, by, fair, by right. telling her superpower. But she, right, she's very powerful. Okay. I think she has a better origin story than a lot of people. Um, and as a black male, what Black Panther was for me I feel like Captain Marvel is for little girls. You know okay. what I mean? Like, I feel like seeing a black... No, I'm being serious. Seeing a black superhero was dope. Like, you know what I mean? How That was really... Seeing yourself represented exactly, in that way. Exactly. Yeah. How cool was it? And I've seen a lot of little black kids, like when I go to Walmart or like, you know, now working at a bank, how sure. many kids I see with a Black Panther, you right. know, superhero toy. And I know like, I've seen plenty of little girls, like now they have yeah. somebody to look up to. Like, don't get me wrong, Black Widow, she's gorgeous. I love Scarlett Johansson, but that's not really like the superhero... Right, you don't get really that much of an origin story no. for her, not too much. Oh man, they should. Yeah, I'd watch that would it. be cool. If you had to pick one superpower, what would it be? Like if you just could, like have it. Like you go first, man. Mm-mm. I'm, not, I'm not gonna, give you, I'm not gonna uh-uh. give, you, give you my answer. You cheating on my time. I'm not gonna give you. Listen, so I said I want whatever Doctor Strange has. <laughs> yeah, but that's not I'll take what he's having, waiter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his powers are, but I want what he's what he's doing. He can read a book and then do whatever it says in the book, right? Sounds like his fundamental kids. And if everybody could do it, man, he wouldn't be special. So. Well, we because because we had this conversation earlier, mm-hmm. and the whole thing with Green Lantern is like the ring is what gives you the superpowers. Like if you if you take the the ring off of Green Lantern, he doesn't do anything. But that's like saying if you take the suit away from Iron Man, like I mean, like he's. That's still what they're known for. Like, Iron Man's suit, yes, has all the powers. And to Iron Man's credit, he actually builds the suit. So, okay, mm-hmm. I give him that. But, like, I mean, that's still his his power. Like, I'm not going to take it away from Green Lantern. Like, that's what he's known for. But you could be a superhero without having superpowers. It's not it's not about superhero dumb. It's about having a superpower. That's what I'm asking. So, you don't think... So, Falcon, um, Winter Soldier... I mean, not Winter Soldier... Um, What's my other but uh, Iron Man guys like that? You don't think they they're you don't think they have superpowers then? Not really. I mean, when you think so, about, Batman doesn't have superpowers either. No, 
He doesn't. That's the whole thing. He's a, he's just a dude who has a lot of money. Did some like Krav Maga training somewhere. I mean, he has <laughs> then, he has very elite. Batman yeah. has very elite fighters. He's, like, he, I still exactly, he's fight a good him, fighter. He's not in his suit. I wouldn't fight right. him. No, I know that. I'm not going to challenge you know this guy. I'm also not going to challenge Conor McGregor to a fight either. He's going to kick my butt, but it doesn't mean he has, he has a superpower. I'm just saying, like, if you're talking about like like a power, like something that like elevates you from like a, like in a supernatural way. Super, yeah. Right. Exactly. Something. But if you, so my question is, if you are the fastest man in the world, yeah. technically, if you're faster than every other human, does that not make, like, I know this is really, this is going to sound really crazy, but if you're the strongest man in the world, if you're the fastest man in the world, is that not your superpower? Like, are, technically, would you not be considered a superhero? I mean, or is I, that not, I like, feel like I don't want to say superhero, but is that not your superpower? Not to get like too deep into like mathematics. If we're talking like standard deviation from like what the so normal, like, okay, you have to have a certain. Yeah, it has to be like far, like far <laughs> and away, like you know, because uh, Usain Bolt obviously is faster than everybody else in the world. You know, at least you know he was when he was in his prime, mm -hmm. right? But like the other Olympic sprinters were still like in the frame as like the camera was panning, you know, to see the end of the race. Like there were still guys who were like behind him. He was far ahead of them. But it wasn't like, you know, he left them and they're still in the starting block. I'm talking about like like the flash, his is super, you know, super speed is his thing. Yeah. Right? He starts the race, he's done before those guys get their second foot off of the block. Yeah, but there's a I mean there's that's what, the, that's what I'm talking about. Also fast, who would finish behind Flash? Like they would be, like they would. Mm. Be no, there's there's a lot of superheroes that are that are close in speed to Flash. I mean, he okay. is by he is the fastest, but there's other superheroes who are right. Okay, so Superman's faster than a speeding bullet. Yeah, fine, that's, and that's, that's really fast. fast. <laughs> that's that's fine. He would be in that picture. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, but that's that's super speed, okay. right? But so, like, so they no all, one. Else, Usain Bolt, fast, not faster than a speeding bullet. That's no, what I'm talking about. I don't think he. I don't think no. he. Could run. I agree. He probably couldn't. Listen, so that. again, let me ask the question: <laughs> If you had to pick one superpower, what would it be? We'll go because I gotta rethink. You gotta rethinkers. My superpower would be uh, to turn into any animal. Okay, I'm, I'm taking the Beast Boy approach, and here's my reason: that gives me a little bit of everything. I can still get super. I can get super speed. Turn into a cheetah. I can fly. Turn into a turn into a bird. Super strength. Turn into a, a gorilla. Or mm -hmm. you know what I mean. I can swim at super speeds. Turn into a shark. Sure. And I can also do like a little spine. Turn into like a fly or like a, a dog or something like that. And just kind of be incognito. Here's, here's so. the thing about that. That's a that's a cool superpower to yeah. have. But I don't know how effective that is against the best superpowers. No. But, but here's the thing, though. And, and, my, and my thing is, everybody ain't getting superpowers. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. He's got a point there. Yeah. Yeah. If we get into a fight, I'm, I'm knocking all y'all out. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want what Thor has. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he has with the hammer, that's what I want. <laughs> but again, is it... Like the power to wield a hammer? Is no, that what it is? No, we had this conversation. Thor does have super... Y'all ain't going to come from a big Thor. Because <laughs> if you watch the movie, his father clearly told him, are you the are you the god of hammer or are you the god of lightning? Like the hammer didn't give him his strength. Right, it was okay. it was a it was a method to to wield his strength. Okay, so, so y'all not gonna come for Thor like that. That man is a. I, that's what I said. I went where he is. If okay. I can't get Doctor Strange, I went where he is. So he's got like the power of a nine volt battery. Is what you're saying? <laughs> so this wow. Do you guys ever watch Static this, Shock? This is why we not beating Thanos. <laughs> no, we're not. This is why we not beating Thanos because our humans don't have no faith in our superheroes. <laughs> this is why we lose it. Zonas, <laughs> man. Oh, I do like Static Shock. 
I mean, that was a good show, wasn't it? Oh, I used to love coming home watching Static Shock on the WB. Superhero. All right, so John, who, what's your superpower that you? If I had to pick one, again, this is assuming that I don't have to fight any other super <laughs> super uh, villains or anything like that. Just for my own personal convenience, I would probably say teleportation. Being able to go from like one spot to another. Because uh, first off, Uber, easy, <laughs> oh, <God>. easy. <laughs> I can go to the bar, to home, back to the bar whenever, <laughs> whenever I want to. Okay, no problem. No, you never, right. you'll, you'll never forget anything at home. It's done. Like I just, you know, there and you're back. Very convenient. Even, even if you can't take anybody with you, that would complicate still, things. Are you still keeping it? Yeah, I was still because I, I can honestly, selfish. I can make some good money. <laughs> I can make some good money doing teleportation. You could. You could. You know, but if I could bring people with me, that's even better. Because first off. Airline business, done. I'm taking all your jobs. Now, about that, though, now what kind of teleportation are you taking? Because some superheroes, their teleportation only works if they've seen the place before. Ooh. So they can't teleport there unless they've seen it before. Ooh. So okay. are, you going, are, you putting, like, are you putting that limitation on me? I mean, this is your superpower. You tell me what you could do. I mean, if, if in an ideal world, I could do whatever I want. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got but you. if I have to have been there before... Would you still take it? Hmm... I might switch it for flight if I have to have been there before. Okay. Because there's a lot of places I haven't been. If you throw those two together, then you could get some things accomplished. Right. Oh, yeah. Of Just course. fly around, see everything there. Exactly. Well, then you can mix the teleportation in whenever you want to. But if now, if I have like startup money, like if I've, if I've got <laughs> investors, right, who can help me travel the world before we start this inter- intercontinental uh, transport teleportation business. Yeah. In that case, then I would go back to the teleportation. But given my fir- my current financial situation, I'm not a world traveler right now. Okay? Gotcha. So. I got you. I'll stick to the flying then, if is, that's the case. Is that what Nightcrawler has? Yeah. Teleportation. So why isn't he like one of the most popular? I mean, he, I, I like Nightcrawler. Okay. kind of dope. I like him. No. Anyone dislikes Nightcrawler? Just don't hear about him that much. He's not in your top ten for <laughs> for X Men. Because the thing is, like, I, like I think that the reason why his powers haven't made him such a big star is because, like, it's the one I feel. I feel like people would want, but not like something that would be beneficial in a fight against okay, you know yeah. some sort of super True. villain. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I okay. mean, he pick you up, but he could, now he could take people with him though, so he could pick you up and drop you right. off in some places. That yeah. that could be helpful. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to Somewhat Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the someone in there, real early, <laughs> real early. That's why we call it that. I think so. I mean, the somewhat uh, does start it off, and then we get into the sports. I get it now. So, I'm John Dennis. You may know me from 97.5 WPCV. Joining me, as always, Bubby Johnson. That's my alias. That's right. What's your uh, full legal name? Can't tell him my, my superhero name. <laughs> okay. Can't give away my identity. And someone who I assume does have their own uh, name, John Williams. Yes, sir. The <laughs> real Pac-Man. That's right. The, the real Pac-Man. Not, don't, be, don't be fooled by yellow imposters. Okay? <laughs> this guy's the real deal. Chill, chill. <laughs> so I want to start things off by talking a little bit about NFL Off-season moves, lots of transactions, lots of uh, free agency uh, destinations. I want to talk about especially one very, I think, I want to say the big free agent signing, the running back that is headed to New York 
Frank Gore. <laughs> this is a joke podcast. Hold on, hold on, I'm doing my research. I'm trying to figure out who he's talking about. <laughs> give, me, give me a second. No, this is a joke podcast. We didn't no, start the sports yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In all seriousness, though. Come on, man. <laughs> Frank Gore joined the Buffalo Bills. Very happy for him. But, again, the real big story, of course, is, uh, is Le'Veon Bell going to the New York Jets. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean, to me, when I look at it, I'm like, oh, I'm, like, I'm happy for, for Jets fans. They've got a new coach. They have uh, a somewhat competent quarterback in his, going into his second year, but he showed some promise in Sam Darnold. Le'Veon Bell joins the mix now in free agency. Could still build some pieces in the draft. They got they signed C.J. Mosley, not Anthony Barr though. Anthony Barr goes back to the uh, the Vikings. I know that was a thing for for a minute, but uh, but still though that defense looking looking pretty good. Jamal Adams back there in the secondary. Leonard Williams in the uh, in the defensive line. They got stars at uh, all three levels of the defense, and then a playmaker now in Le'Veon Bell. There, I would say like a wide receiver, maybe a tight end away. What do you guys think? I'm interested just to see how Le'Veon's gonna gonna play for them. A lot of like his main running style when he was with the Steelers was a very patient, mm-hmm. you know, running back. He kind of let things develop. Sure. Um, obviously, you can't really put eight in the box against the Steelers when you got you know guys right, uh, Antonio like Antonio Brown on the outside and stuff like that. Obviously, so it kind of allows him to be a little bit more patient. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm not saying that teams weren't preparing for him. He's Le'Veon. But I'm interested to see if he doesn't have that same old line, if he doesn't really have – I mean, you got guys like Robbie Anderson on, on the Jets team. Yeah, Quincy Anumal too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they've, they've got decent – Jamison Crowder signed with them as well. Man, that hurt. I forgot about that as a risk against fan. But, um, <laughs> you know, I just, I'm just i interested to see how Le'Veon plays, uh, see if he can still take that, that patient approach to the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, whether he's a, he's a good fit there. Uh, like you said, the the big threat, you know, with with the Steelers' offense was the fact that like you had to kind of pick which way you were going to kind of go in a given situation. Whether it's not, you know, you wanted to focus on stopping Le'Veon Bell, or if you wanted to focus on, on stopping Antonio Brown. Um, and you know, no offense to Quincy Enuma or Robbie Anderson, but neither of them are are Antonio Brown. But you know, I mean, it's always good to add a playmaker on offense, no matter what, and they can always find someone in the draft and. Uh, and go from there. I I don't think that they're going to be toppling the uh, the Patriots anytime soon. But nope. you know who knows? I mean, if uh, if Sam Darnold maybe takes the next step, maybe takes uh, several steps over the next couple of years, you know, there there might be a case. Tom Brady ha- has to retire eventually, right? My nightmare can't come true, right? Where he just stays in the NFL for the next thirty years, right? He has to retire eventually. Um, another, of course, big off season uh, move, uh, <laughs> also involving a New York team. The Giants getting rid of Odell Beckham Jr. Who else? Man, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm calling out the, the, the front office. What? I mean, okay, your quarterback is 38. And yes, you signed a running back who was good. Saquon Barkley did very well last season. But I feel like you're taking a step in the wrong direction when you're shipping off talent like that, right? Didn't you hear what they said? They they made an offer they couldn't refuse. Right? That's what they said. What was it? A first round pick uh, and uh, a 17 pick, right? Yeah, I think so. And then a what? Third round? Was it third? A third round pick, right? And then Jabril Peppers for Odell Beckham Jr. So 
I mean, John, you are a Giants fan. Tell me what these guys are thinking. So initially, that was the first question. Like, what is going on? How could you get rid of him and still have Eli on the team? It is the initial question. And it's a question yeah. I'm asking still right now. Let's 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 just assume that they're not complete idiots and they <laughs> they saw an offer that they couldn't turn down, like they said. Okay. My thing is, as a Giants fan, you know how much Odell is worth, but also in the back of your mind, you know that you probably will not be winning any Super Bowls with them. This keeps this goes back to like my points about wide receivers great wide receivers who command a lot of attention and for them to be great they need to have the ball thrown to them the way Odell performs I don't think we were going to make any Super Bowls with him now as a Giants fan nobody wants to admit that but now that he's gone it's kind of like all right we didn't want to <laughs> we didn't want to get rid of him but I think it's best for us and we would never admit that because when you say the Giants are trash the only thing we can say is well we still have Odell <laughs> But True. now that he's moved on, we can say we're in a full rebuilding mode, and I feel like we can pick up some pieces to try to get back on that path. Now, Eli is definitely not in that equation of getting to the Super Bowl, but I, I think, hope not. I think at some point we had to get rid of Odell to do that. See, I, I disagree, especially like I, I don't know what the the thought process was between last year and this year. Because if you're saying that Odell needed to go in order for you to compete and you because you needed to start a rebuild you were you were bad last year also you had the opportunity to get a top tier quarterback and you went with Saquon Barkley and Saquon is a good piece okay don't get me wrong I mean look what uh, I feel like Ezekiel Elliott has helped the the Dallas Cowboys offense kind of you know round itself out and, and they're they're better obviously with Ezekiel Elliott there right but you need a quarterback, right? I feel like it's easier to find a running back that's serviceable in the later rounds than it is to find a good quarterback. But who's to say they won't pick one up in the draft this year? They could. I mean, which quarterback would you have taken over Saquon last year? I'm not saying that you needed to take a quarterback. Or uh, I'm not saying that you needed to draft a quarterback necessarily last year. I'm just saying that it doesn't make sense to draft a running back because running back stereotypically is the has the, the shortest longevity of any uh, of any position in the NFL. If you go position by position in the average, in terms of average years that you play in the NFL, the running back has the shortest lifespan of any position in the NFL. So why are if you that's one of those things that you get if you think you're only a couple pieces away. I I don't. I don't think so though. Like Saquon Barkley came in last year, rookie of the year. I don't even think it was a question. Right? Yeah, rookie of the year. But like, how many wins did that get you? I mean, they were they were a better team with him than without, sure. without a doubt. Okay. And it allows you to kind of put some pieces together for an offense. I mean, you can have a good quarterback, but and you'll never know how good a quarterback is unless you have good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. There's very so why few, did you ship off your wide receiver? My personal opinion for why the Giants got rid of Odell was it was a band aid is the way I would classify it. They weren't the Giants aren't gonna get in the playoffs, aren't gonna win a Super Bowl anytime soon. No disrespect to you, John. I think so, we know that. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I think by getting rid of Odell, you kind of put a band-aid on a situation of a lot of fans complain about Odell. They think he's a they think he's a cancer. You know, he even put the tweet out, I'm not a cancer, I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. You know what I mean? So I think what it does is we know that we can't answer the question right now. 
So instead, let's put a band-aid on the situation. We'll get rid of Odell, the cancer. He's the issue, guys. We'll make the fans happy. This is what you guys wanted us to make some changes. We'll right. ship out Odell. Obviously, I think the real issue is Eli. And I think a lot of people will agree with right. that. Um, and the defense. Of course. But I think if you have Odell and you have Saquon Barkley, that's you're kind of flirting with what we just talked about, the Steelers. How you can't really pick how you want to defend them because you have weapons on both at both levels of your offense. Sure. Um, they even got a you guys got the, the good tight end as well Ingram I like Ingram yeah, you Ingram, know yeah. I think he's pretty solid as well so like I really think they were one piece away but they weren't going to answer that piece I think they get Haskins this year in the draft which helps them out a lot maybe yeah but I think in my opinion I think Odell was a a band aid he's a quick answer that we can kind of put a lot of blame on and try right. to win back some fan support. But what doesn't make sense to me and this is why I feel for Giants fans which I know you don't because you're a Washington fan. But this is why I feel for for Giants fans because, to me, that shows that the front office doesn't have a direction that they want to go in. When you go with Saquon last year, right, and you have Odell already locked up because he was already locked up on a good deal or not a great not a great deal. He was you know owed some money, you know, but you had him locked up. And the way to win right now, it seems like in the NFL, is to have a quarterback either on a rookie deal or a team-friendly deal like what Tom Brady has where he's been there for so long and he's made so much money already that he can kind of say, yeah, I'll take a pay cut so you can pay other people on the team. But if you look at Mahomes, if you look at Goff and some of these other teams that have young quarterbacks, you can you can get to relevancy, Super Bowl relevancy, with a young quarterback on a good deal, which is why it doesn't make any sense for me for the Giants. If, you've already have, if you already have the star wide receiver locked up for the next couple of years. You've got a generational talent, it seems like, in Saquon Barkley at running back, right? If you have Evan Ingram, a really solid tight end, okay? Sterling Shepard, also a pretty solid number two wide receiver. Landon Collins was there too, and they didn't want to give him any money. Don't worry, the Redskins gave him more than enough. Right, he's not, I mean, he's not hurting for cash. I'm just saying, like, they didn't want to, they didn't want to keep Landon Collins. Yeah. But to me, like, it seemed like that offense was one quarterback away from being somewhat relevant and keeping that team in the conversation for the NFC East. But, but now you ship off Odell and it seems like you're just punting and saying, ah, you know, maybe in three or four years. But we don't know that because the whole process isn't completely done. So what No, if, obviously there's still the draft. Yeah, so what if they pick up Haskins in the draft? Like, are we having the same conversation? But what what doesn't make any sense for me yeah, is... still shouldn't have traded Odell. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, like, why wouldn't you want to surround your young quarterback with already established pieces that you know are good to elevate the play of your quarterback? Well, I just told you as how I feel as a Giants fan. Like, I right. didn't... Ha- like, it's great to have Odell because yeah. he's a good arguing point for people who say that the <laughs> Giants are trash. You can always lean on that. But in the back of my mind, I had no doubt that we probably weren't going to win a Super Bowl with a with a receiver who demands that much attention as him, I don't I don't think it's possible to do that. There's very few, and I don't think he's the one that can can do that. So yeah, but in the NBA, they said you can't win by only shooting threes. Until the Warriors said, ah, we'll show you how to do it. Yeah. Like just because just because it hasn't worked doesn't mean it can't work. But look at the receivers who have won Super Bowls that were star wide receivers and then you tell me if you think Odell was on that same trajectory and include like his injuries every year that he gets his antics that might cause him to be suspended or bring bad press but see it's I, not, I don't think he's he's is he top three receivers in the league anyway 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I think behind Julio and Antonio, he he's he's in that he's three if he's not if he's not, he's sitting on four. But this the thing I don't like about antics is how can you tell a guy to play with do you know how much passion and how much like just pure emotions you have to play the game of football with? But now it's like, but once you get to the sideline, you better sit right and and, and act right, boy. You get out that. in that field and you and you play as hard as you can. I want to see all your emotions, but now get to the sideline and 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 drink your water and wait till you go I'm back. I'm not like, saying that, but I don't. I don't. I just don't think that he is capable of bringing the team to the Super Bowl. You may be. You may win your division. May win the conference championship, but I don't. What what every team wants is to win the Super Bowl. At least make it to the Super Bowl. And I don't think having him on the team would do that. I think he could have a great season and be one of the best wide receivers in the league but as far as your team I don't know if he's taking you to the Super Bowl I mean he can't do it by himself I'm just saying that like they had other pieces around the the offense where if you brought in a semi-competent quarterback you know whether it's Dwayne Haskins or if Kyler Murray decides to fall there's even you know there's even the possibility of next year because you still had Odell locked up for I want to say two or three more years but would you have that chance if you didn't trade him to get that quarterback yeah, because you're bad this year, <laughs> and you have the top. You have a top six pick, right? So you get yeah, Dwayne Haskins or whoever falls, and then well, you're yeah. and then you have two or three years with you know o- with control of Odell, you know Odell's contract. But you need more pieces. <laughs> you need more pieces than that, though. So I think that's where that 17th pick is probably going to come in in handy. I just, I don't know. I'm I. I wouldn't say it was the best move that they've done, but I think we need to watch it, how it plays out. And, and that's fine. I mean, you can say that about any team. You, you can see how it plays out. But to me, it, it just lacks it lacks focus in terms of you know their front office direction. Like, why are you going out and drafting a player who, yes, might be a generational talent, but at a position that only has you know you know five or six really good years, if that? You know, Man, you're not going to tell me drafting Saquon Barkley was a bad pick. There's I'm no just, way we're doing this. I'm I'm not saying that Saquon Barkley was a bad pick. I'm saying that it's not a position that they needed. Like, who was their running back? I'm not saying that they, that they <laughs> no, need was, a running who back. Who was the Giants <laughs> running back two years ago? Uh, was Wayne Gallman still there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't pass up Saquon. You take Saquon. I don't, listen, I don't care if I spell it Saquon, Sequoia, uh, Sequoia. Sequoia. I what, how I spell it. That's the boy. That's the, that's the one we want. I think I think Saquon Barkley, honestly, and like, just his work ethic... Everything about what he did at Penn State, like it's just, it just screams, "I want this guy." You know what I mean? Like, and even how humble he was when he met Adrian Peterson. This is a guy that's in your own. This is he's in your own division. You play against him twice, and you mm. could see he looked like a little boy, like meeting his <laughs> idol for the first time. And he was even talking to his teammates, "Yo, that's Adrian Peterson." Yeah. We don't, like that right there shows me everything I need to know about about Saquon. Right, like the guy wants to be great again, a great player. I'm not saying he's not a great player. It just doesn't make any sense direction wise if you're the Giants. Like if you're committing to saying, "Hey, we're not going to compete anytime soon," okay, we need to draft for the future. Why are you drafting a guy at the at the position with the least amount of longevity on the football field? The guy who has the most opportunity, I think, to get hurt because he's involved almost every single play. the The amount of a beating that you get as a running back in the NFL is tremendous. Yeah, bro, but I'm I'm saying even 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 if six to eight years, that's still a good time. That's a good amount of time. But there's no guarantee that he stays there after his rookie deal. But there's no guarantee that anybody stays after their rookie after their rookie deal. Like, I mean, I just feel like you don't pass up on a guy like that. That's like, I, I mean, I can't even relate it to basketball because just just it's not really that that true 
position. You know what I mean? Like in right. basketball, you could, I mean, guys play every every single position. So I, I really can't compare it to something like that in football. But I just, I feel like you don't pass up on a guy like Saquon. He showed us that. I mean, can we can we argue that he's the one of the best running backs in the in the NFL right now? Yeah, I would say he's a top five talent right now. I would say I would go as far as top three even. Sure, you know what I mean. I like, just say that because of like lack of body no, no, no. Work, I understand what you're saying. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying like that's how great of a rookie season sure. he had. So I, I feel like, I feel like the mistake is trading Odell. I, I agree that the mistake is trading Odell because like if you look at to me, all right, transitioning here in a, in a small way, but look at the Browns. Okay, the Browns were everyone's like, oh hey, watch out for the Browns. It might be pretty good this year. You know, Baker's coming back for another season. You know, and they were making some moves. Um, you know, on the on the defense, they signed Olivier Vernon again from the from the Giants. And you're thinking like, okay, they might compete. And then now they get Odell Beckham. It's like, oh hey, uh, I think they have like the third or second. I think it's third best odds to win the AFC this season just by adding Odell Beckham. Yeah, but they. Once you know, we kind of touched on this uh, a couple of weeks ago. They've built their team, though. Like it's not just like, like they have a whole bunch of pieces that finally have come together. They mm-hmm. they did a great job recruiting and landing guys. I think you know when you get Jarvis Landry in the back of your mind, you're almost thinking we're going to get Odell as well because you know the relationship that those right. two guys have. Like it's almost like they they were they they were playing their cards right completely. I I 100 agree with you, but it's just it doesn't always work like that for every single team. Like. I think they're doing a perfect job of aligning their cards, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna penalize the Giants for taking Saquon just because you know it's worked this way for the Browns. Again, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have taken Saquon. I'm saying that it doesn't make sense to take Saquon <laughs> because that's you know you think like, hey, this is gonna be the piece that makes our offense that great, and then the next season trading Odell and say, hey, we're gonna punt on this season. I agree. You know, especially if all you really needed to make that offense click was like a decent quarterback. That's all I'm saying. But we shall see. Do you think? Do you Tough think the, you. the Browns are a Super Bowl contender now that they have Odell and then all these pieces? No, no. Why not? Because it's the Browns. It's it's just too early. Like you know what I mean? Like I mean, last year didn't make the playoffs, and don't get me wrong, I think Odell helps them, but I, that's a big jump to go from not making the playoffs to Super Bowl contender when we got teams like. The Patriots still around. We got Mahomes, who's hungry now, you know, to to, to get <laughs> right. back. You know, there's just there's just too many good teams for you to make some good moves and me to say, okay, it's yours now. I you have think, to yeah, now. I'm not saying they need to be like pull vaulted to the top of the pack, but I'm saying like they. I mean, you have to think they're coming out of the AFC North, right? The Steelers got worse. They lost their running back and their star. Uh, their star wide receiver. I mean, they still have Juju and they still have James Conner, but you would argue that both of those players are, are worse than Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Look at the Ravens. The Ravens lost C.J. Mosley. Um, I mean, I don't know. They lost who? Uh, they lost Eric Weddle also. That team got, I think, depreciably worse. They did get Mark uh, Mark Ingram, which is solid. You know, coming from the uh, from the Saints, it gives them a clear cut. One, yeah, number one back. They had the Alex Collins. You know, they've had a couple. Yeah, guys who kind of like you know whoever the hot hand is. Buck Allen, I think, uh, had a couple of snaps uh, yeah. this season. Um, but having that solid number one, I think, is going to do nothing but help Lamar Jackson. Um, but I just I don't think that Lamar Jackson is quite there yet. He might be there going forward, but based on what I saw last year, he wasn't that great of a passer. Great runner, but not that great of a passer. So I don't think that they end up taking the title because their defense got worse. And their offense is not very good. So, 
you got to think the Browns are going to I mean, and the Bengals are <laughs> the Bengals are terrible. That, yeah. I think that they'll make it out of their division, but you still have your Chargers, you still have your Chiefs, you still have your Patriots. Okay. That conference, I don't The think, Colts. Yeah. Yeah. So not this year. Not this year, you don't think? No. I don't know. I think that might surprise some people. Then again, if they're the you know third odds on favorite, then maybe they won't surprise anybody. But I don't know. I mean, are there any other contenders that you can see coming out of uh, out of some of these other divisions that may may surprise some people? I, I know I said the Jags last week might uh, might surprise some people with Nick Foles if they can get that defense back on track with Leonard Fournette. Maybe add a wide receiver. You uh, can say how the draft. Yeah, Leonard Fournette's all. I mean, I think to your point about the running back, I just I would love to see him play a full season. Fournette. Yeah. I know. We'll see. What about NFC? Burgundy and gold, baby. You know. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Is, it, is it burgundy? I thought it was like a wine, like a. That's burgundy and gold. Okay. Right. Whatever you want to call it. You think, they're, you think they're coming out of the NFC East? No. <laughs> out of the NFC East? NFC least. <laughs> and that's how you something. Which historically is most competitive division. Historically. But. That's fine. We've been. It's been trash. Fine lately. It's been trash lately. I, I, I can. I can agree to that. It I, mean, I want to say trash. that it's been trash lately. I mean, the, Dallas was pretty good last year. The Eagles are two years removed from a Super the, Bowl. Dallas is only good. The only reason Dallas was good last year was because of injuries. They. They. They were. That the defense ra- was solid. You can't say that defense wasn't good. Their defense was. They held the the Saints to like nine points. That wasn't the only low scoring. Uh, 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 showcase from the same. I, I do agree. Like their defense is 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 solid. Right. But with the Redskins six and three until we lost all three quarterbacks until we had three injured quarterbacks. I think the okay. Redskins come out of that. We we come out of the um, the division for sure. You think uh, Case Keenum is going to take you guys? No, to the I do not. Line? I do not. I don't. <laughs> and if you're listening, I prob- I apologize. Hopefully you you do wonderful things. I like Landon Collins. There's also That's another big signing from the Redskins. Talk about it, man. My guy, Rogers Cromartie. Oh, DRC. Let's talk. Who actually is? All right, we're not going to do any spoilers alert or anything like that. But we might be able to. You know, we got some surprises for the podcast. But what I will say is, you basically, that, just said that. <laughs> always said we got surprises. <laughs> On the topic of Dominic Rogers Cromartie, always said anything. But always said we got, said, well, we got some surprises. This, this, see here, y'all go, y'all leaking stuff, y'all leaking stuff. We didn't, we don't know. But what I will say is, he is, a, he is a true athlete. Yes. He can hoop as well. Oh, that's right. You play a little b-ball with him, don't you? I do. He can hoop. He's always got a good team in, in any tournament that we play in, any league that we play in. He's always got a pretty solid team. Who's a better uh, basketball player, you or him? It's not a question. And I and I and if we can get him in here, I'll let him answer that question <laughs> for you. All right. Now football, I don't even want no problem, no, no part no. of the guy. All right. Yeah, right but I, I I think that's my sport. But no, nah, he he could definitely hoop. He's 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 an athlete for sure. But yeah. um, well, and, and I he, like that signing for for the Redskins. We were hoping that he was gonna come on the podcast because he had announced his retirement. and Now he officially unretired. Uh, so it has to be kind of working with his schedule. Obviously, the schedule of an NFL wow. player is a bit demanding. So we're not going to hold him. They got anything, practice and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, did it, didn't you say that he came back because Odell left? Wow. And you're not going to get disrespectful. That's what I, you just I said, never, though. I, you see, you see how he tried to disrespect. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> when he's like, yeah, not like, just saying that, like, I don't even, I don't even understand that. So we're not gonna talk why, about why, what you why, said. Why My fault. I should have brought it up. You know what? And I, I don't even like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go ahead and delete that. We do. You we ruined it, man. What's wrong with That's you? That's funny, man. Go ahead and delete that. You wait till he get here to say that. Now you see that? You gonna crash? So you gotta delete it, man. 
It's these New York guys. You know, he's really in his feelings right now. You're killing me. That's how you still hold on to Odell. Man. Hey, man. Anyways. Wow. I can't believe. <laughs> hey, it wasn't me, Rogers. You know, DRC. I can't believe that. Man. Next. Uh, transitioning. Uh, so, anyone else out of the NFC that you think is, uh, might surprise some people based on uh, the free agency move so far? I don't see any surprises. I wouldn't say it's a surprise, but I think the Saints may even be. We, we've seen the Saints how they answer to issues, right? Come back from Hurricane Katrina, being just being being honest, and they really riled together. Like they were impressive, had the you know Super Bowl run after last year, and which. God forbid, I don't want anybody to think I'm comparing getting robbed of uh, a playoff advancement to a natural disaster like that. But I think that with Mark Ingram gone and knowing who their number one running back is now with Kamara, it's clear cut. I think with some motivation from last year's playoff difficulties and uh, some frustration. And I know they're talking about wanting to bring back Dez Bryant as well. So I like the Saints a lot from the NFC. So we'll see. I don't think that's a surprise, though. For anybody. No, I, I will say that they, they signed Latavius Murray, and I think that'll help Kamara a little bit, and I think that it'll more clearly define his role. Although, I don't... The issue that I have with that is that Latavius Murray is not much of a receiving threat, because at least like Mark Ingram, when you trotted him out there, like you knew it was more than likely going to be like a downhill you know, running game, you know, a running play or whatever it is. But... Mark Ingram showed that you know he could also kind of take some swing passes to the outside, you know, a couple of screens. He was a, a pretty versatile pass catcher uh, as well, right? Latavius Murray, uh, I checked the stats, does not have a single pass catching touchdown in his entire career. Yeah, but I think a lot with the Saints is you you kind of gave that timeshare. Like, don't I'm not saying that it wasn't well deserved, but Mark Ingram was there before Kamar. He was, you know. He was your guy. So out of respect to him, I think you left him out there probably a little bit more than you had to. Not more right. than he should be out there because he definitely deserved it, but more than mm-hmm. you had to. I think Kamar, that's, I think that's his position. I think Latavius is really there to be a backup. You know what I mean? Like a, a right. Just I, to kind I, of like I don't spell think we're really worried bit, about yeah. his pass catching. So, or so you don't worry like about running Kamara into the ground. You just kind of throw him out there every once in a while. Okay. Now, I will say I am kind of excited for the 49ers coming out of the uh, the NFC West. Uh, Seattle definitely turned it on at the end of last season, but they're losing uh, Earl Thomas, who is now a uh, Baltimore Raven. They are in the same division as the Arizona Cardinals, who are not good. Of course, the Rams are also on the NFC West. Uh, I would say defending NFC West champions, defending NFC champions. Uh, but... You know, we've seen the limitations of Jared Goff, and I'm sure other teams will look at the blueprint that the Patriots set forth when it comes to defending uh, Jared Goff and and pull some stuff from there. So I, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if if the 49ers make at least a run, at least if they're if they're relevant this season. I wouldn't be surprised with Jimmy Garoppolo coming back, uh, Jarek McKinnon coming back, and they obviously just signed uh, our boy Tevin Coleman. So. I don't know. That makes some noise. Any other uh, sleepers you're thinking of? Not in the NFC. No? When's the actual draft? Man, why are you making me pause all the time? <laughs> <Man> podcast. <laughs> Thursday, April 25th is the draft. Uh, Saturday, 
April twenty seventh is the conclusion of the draft. All right, that's so a, that's uh, a three days. That's period. another thing about the about the NFL. What? Like in basketball, we have draft parties. You know what I mean? You know, come kick it out. You know, chill for a little bit, have, order some pizzas and stuff. You can't do that with football. You gotta have like a draft, like sleepover. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, like you got to take up a whole like, week, round yeah, one. Like once you get to like a draft, once you get like to like pick twenty in the NFL, it's kind of like uh, Tom Brady would have something to say about that. No, I'm not. <laughs> saying, I'm, not I'm not saying you can't find good talent. No, I know what you mean. I'm saying like you want to know where the stars are going, like in the first half of the draft. Yeah. So if you want to do a draft party, you know, John, I hope your house is open. <laughs> Stop Listen, we just gonna throw another party at John's yeah. house, man. That's the banger. Uh, that's the that's the spot. That's the What's the next that's thing the we got to celebrate? Life. My birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> More life, I guess. That too. Yeah. We're doing a party at your house. My birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? My birthday. Why are you asking, John? It's your birthday. We we having a party at his house. Yeah. Yeah, Party at John's house. Nah, 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 nah. nah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to clean up. It's my birthday. (laughs) Speaking of celebrations, because man, king of segue here. Yeah, I believe it. All right. And I just like basketball. I feel like you guys had the floor with football long enough. All right, fine. We'll transition to basketball. Thank you. you. What do you want to talk about? Who has the best celebrations in the NBA? Because, and the reason I go there is because, you know, with the awards coming up, everybody knows who's going to be rookie of the year. Luca. Everybody knows who's going to be sixth man of the year. Lou Will. Everybody knows who's going to be MVP. MVP. No, we don't know that, actually. Mm, Eh, It's it's kind of a toss-up. Most improved player of the year. MIP. Uh, I don't know. You got any thoughts, John? D'Angelo. Yes, sir. D'Lo. D'Lo. <laughs> That's a good one. Pascal Siakam could definitely be in the mix. Sure. But I like D'Lo, especially if the if the Nets get a get the playoff spot, yeah, which I absolutely. think they locked Tobias up. Tobias is up there too. Tobias can hoop. I think he was an All Star snub for sure. Sure. But back to my question. I've, I've given you the reasoning. <laughs> okay. Now that we know those, <laughs> let's have some other some other awards. Who has the best celebration in the NBA? Hmm. I mean, you got to throw Chef Curry in there, right? With the shimmy? Is yeah, that or stirring the little pot his, there. His celebration is annoying. I don't really like it. Too. That's because you said who had a better shimmy, me or Steph Curry? <laughs> I mean, I, I got to throw that a <laughs> He does celebrate. He does celebrate a lot. His reason to celebrate, though. He yeah, definitely exactly. does. I think my shimmy was better, John. You talking about the form on point? I think, I think, the sh- I think my shimmy was better. <laughs> yeah, but you're not in the NBA, so. That's true. Bang bang! All right, well, Harden, the cooking. Talk about the cooking. That's solid. Maybe that. I would say him or or Lance. Lance's guitar. Because <laughs> yeah, he, he could do it on the bench. He could do it on the court. That is nice. <laughs> I do like that. He has other people doing it. Now, since we're talking about kind of like the the hand motion, it, it, I know the listeners can't see me right now, but when Russ does the rockabye baby, oh man. <laughs> Like, come on. I'm a grown man. I have I have a wife and kids. You don't rock a bye, baby. Yeah, he can do it at different speeds, too. It means when he yeah, goes fast. Yeah. That means, like, you a bad. Like, I had to. Uh. How vigorous he rocks the baby, definitely. Is, huh? <laughs> you going to kill that baby rocking that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Who else? Let's just throw some out there. Who else? Dame time. Can, can you hear me tapping my watch? <laughs> Dame time. I like that. His. His celebration is the one that, like, when he does it, I believe that something crazy is about to happen. That's true. <laughs> like, he he That's usually true. does hit a big shot after that happens or, or right before. It's not a celebration. It's a warning. <laughs> <laughs> He's letting everybody know. <laughs> 
here I come. <laughs> well, would you look at the time? Yeah. They asked him that during like the I think the All Star game. They was like, "What time is this time kick?" And he's like, "Probably about like fourth quarter." And sure enough, <laughs> he hit all those threes in the in the All Star game. But what's so scary about his response is it like usually you know when they joke around about this stuff like that like the NBA player would joke as well and kind of laugh. Yeah. When he said what time Dame time was, like, <laughs> yeah. I really thought I was about to catch a bus or something. Yeah. He was so he was so serious. Around third, fourth quarter, <laughs> usually when I heat up, be ready, be prepared. <laughs> like, my gosh. I, I love Dame, man. Oh, man. Is it, are we missing anybody? LeBron. Oh, yeah, yeah the silencer. Chess. That, that's a big one, man. You got soccer yeah. players doing it. Yeah. True. I haven't seen him do it this year because well, the league no reason right. to this, but, All right, you know. Next time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, he still he still does it. No, he does. Like, Didn't get a chance to do it when he played the Knicks, huh? Mario Hazonia putting it right back into him. Gosh, Yikes. Listen, people get blocked in the NBA every day, man. That's true, but this is nothing new. Hazonia stepping up in crucial moments. Is this your king? <laughs> Killmonger. Memes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, man. It's, I it's a great play. Yeah, it's a great play. They got to they they Photoshop uh, Hazonia with uh, all the dots on him. Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. They're probably pissed that they won that game. They're supposed to be tanking. Exactly. That's how bad the Knicks right? are. Even when they win, they lose. Like, come on. Yeah, I guess y'all forgot what y'all were trying to do. This. <laughs> trying to get Zion or what? <laughs> All the At this point, you're going to get R.J. Barrett. The, right. funny, the funny thing is, like, the Lakers have a low chance for that for that first pick, but they're still up there enough to, like, it could happen. Right. <laughs> if they lost all the games, the Knicks, know. you might not. <laughs> I'm not going to say that the NBA is rigged when it comes to the lottery, but Cleveland, but. Cleveland did get a lot of first-round picks, uh, or number one overall picks, after LeBron left. Does Zion, does Cleveland get Zion? They not. could. LeBron they, they 2.0. Who, I didn't mean to say 2.0. I'm so sorry. You don't do that. Like 0.5? Like half a. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> he's his own. I don't think he. Uh, he's like a, he's like like, a LeBron Blake Griffin hybrid. Larry like Johnson? They, like they said, we've never seen With anything hands? like LeBron. I don't think we've ever seen anything like him. No. And I wish I could see him. Have you ever seen him in person? Mm mm. I want to see him in person to see like. Yeah. Uh. How big 285 <laughs> jumping up the gym like that really is. <laughs> it's terrifying, I can imagine. Because I've seen 285 before, but not yeah. that 285. You're looking at 285 over here, <laughs> but I ain't going to do that. <laughs> Man, if you that would be dope. If you, get, you 285? Bro? I don't know. I just, I'm about to say, don't, don't, don't play yourself, bro. You're not, joke, man. you're not 285. <laughs> I had to stop for a second. I'm, there's a there's a, a glass window between us right now. I had to look Wait over. I'm like, that's not 285. All right. A little bit shy, 285. But fit the weight room a little bit. Maybe I'll get up there. <laughs> Wait, you want to be 285? No. <laughs> I'm about to say. <laughs> oh. I, mean, I, I would be 285. If it meant that I could play like Zion. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more than just his weight. There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole jumping aspect. Of, what are you trying to say? I didn't, I, I'm not I saying see. anything. I'm sure you, you have some leaping ability. Woody Harrelson's my idol. Uh, Why, well, can't jump? No, no, <laughs> no I, that's what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> we have any more awards for the NBA? No, just... Just because some of the stuff is just so so are so already determined, I know you were talking earlier about uh, even though you don't have Twitter, which is 
how I don't really understand how, how you know so much about this, but you were talking about some of your favorite NBA player tweets. Who is your best social media? I would say Joel Embiid, but I can't point to one specific because there's been so many things that he's tweeted that are, are just hilarious and have perfect timing. But okay. He is funny. He's got some good clapbacks on Twitter. He's up there. LeBron isn't as funny, but for some reason, he always gains attention with whatever he posts, whether it's Instagram it's or Twitter. It's LeBron. It's, it's yeah. LeBron. The content doesn't matter. He, he could tweet a, a little tired, need a nap, and that tweet's going by. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> but, like, at one point, Kylie Jenner was the queen of, like, the highest, uh, most popular on Snapchat. But what, what was she really putting out? Like, it wasn't. Yeah. So, but I'll say Joel Embiid. John? Dennis? So people know which John I'm talking I appreciate to. that. <laughs> uh, best NBA social media follow. I mean, I got to give a shout to Dwayne Wade. I just have to. Dwayne, Dwayne Braids. <laughs> he's, got, he's a good Twitter follow, man. I don't know. I just, I mean, I might be biased because this season is his last season. So I like seeing all the, all the hullabaloo, you know, when he did that stuff with Ryan Shazier, you know, when uh, Shazier tweeted at him and said, hey, I need to get one of those jerseys. You know, I didn't get a chance to play against you in the NBA. It was a cool moment, right? And he, he responded on Twitter, you know? And uh, he uses his social media for good. Not a whole lot of uh, funny stuff on there. Although every once in a while, you, you, you know, every once in a while, something funny. So we're just going to mention D-Wade every single time. Yeah, that's the goal, honestly. He, he, could have, he could have the worst social media in the history of the world. And you would still find D-Wade, yeah. Well, well, my guy is not a... He's not notorious for his uh, social media, but he did have, in my opinion... The tweet of the year for, for NBA. Uh, Darian Fox. Uh, ja Rule was talking about how he's got in touch uh, and put a curse on the Sacramento Kings. Said they'll never win a uh, championship did, until did he... Did he say because of Carl Anthony Towns? <laughs> 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 so I'm going to tell Ja, wait a second, buddy. <laughs> no, no. He, he was just talking about uh, you know how, how he's put the curse on the Sacramento Kings and Darian Fox responds with, you should have put a curse on the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> now, if, if people have not followed, Ja Rule <laughs> did, uh, did uh, a halftime show at a Milwaukee Bucks game, and um, no one really knew who he was. It wasn't, it wasn't very well felt. So that, that tweet back at him by Darren Fox, to me, was just perfect timing. It was hilarious. It was relevant. I, I don't know. I, I I favorited it, or is it liked now on Twitter? It's likes. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. So, but, but don't disrespect Ja Rule like that. Who? Ja Rule. Don't don't disrespect it. Who? Where is Ja? They set him up. Like your, your music is working. What, what would you do in that situation? Yeah. Like why would you even? Why did he take that? Like first of all, Milwaukee of all places. Like. <laughs> Did you really think there's people in Milwaukee listening to you now? At least maybe you had a couple fans back in his heyday in Milwaukee, but I, don't, I feel like Milwaukee doesn't even listen to I think music. It was, wasn't it like a nineties night or something like that? Yeah. So, but this song, his album came out in two thousand. But <laughs> song came out in the nineties, so I guess that's <laughs> like that's like all nineteen ninety eight people. Talk, I'm a nineties babe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I mean, still, Darian Fox, great, great comeback. Yeah. I think they should make the playoffs just because of that alone. Good <laughs> disagree. They're yeah. fighting for our AFC. They Are got they? a chance. Yeah, Sacramento. They're fighting. They're in the fight. Good for them, man. Still, still got a chance. Yeah, slim chance. What's his nickname? Who, Darian Fox? Yeah, 
Swiper? Swiper. No swiping. <laughs> Swiper, no swiping? <laughs> okay. I like that. I, I do. It's clever. Yeah. Swiper, spider. Ooh, that'd be a nice backcourt. Darian Fox and Donovan Mitchell. That would be nice. Let me play GM. Let me make that happen. <laughs> yeah, who are you giving up? Huh? Who are you giving up? Who's going where? Sacramento taking in uh, Donovan Mitchell or is Utah taking in uh, De'Aaron Fox? How, I'm trying to think. Well, they both have pretty good big men, so it's like you can't really trade. Right. <clears throat> I don't know. Give me some time. I'll have that right, answer yeah, for you. Let, yeah, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Crush the numbers. This let GM me know. stuff doesn't happen overnight, all right? Just relax. That's fair. That's fair. Unless you're the Giants. Then you just trade whoever you want whenever you want. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. No rhyme or reason. <laughs> Speaking of GMs. <laughs> and it all comes back full circle, baby. This is what we do here. It does. So listen, if you had to play GM and resurrect somebody's career, meaning... Oh Meaning what brief. GM does that? Great. <laughs> well, I see what you're... <laughs> yeah, I appreciate like, you trying to stress like that segue. segue. I like the segue. <laughs> if you had to resurrect somebody's career, bring them back from out of retirement, or... No, let me, let me ask you. Or just... Go ahead. Just, just retirement. Bring I them need, out of retirement? Yeah, I need you to give me your, your top player that you would bring back. But let me, let, me, let me ask this question first before we get going. What's okay. Up? Is it... For like to be on your favorite team, or is it just to watch them play? Just to to watch them play. Okay. Well, go ahead now. I mean, you you got to answer first. You can't. <laughs> I've always wanted to see Will uh, Will Chamberlain play, like like mm-hmm. like Will in this chain because like he's legendary. Obviously, a lot of people consider him. You know, people say Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. People are now saying like, oh, LeBron James making a case for himself. But like a lot of people thought Will still was the greatest. Ever, especially at that time, mm. he's th- out there throwing hundred point games. No one did it like Will back in who? the day. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, I would like to see Will Chamberlain get now do do get exposed. <laughs> no, but I want. I would like to see like how his game would transition to today's NBA if he would still be as effective as he was uh, back in his heyday. I think that'd be a, a cool thing to see. So are we are we going that far back? Like, can we bring them out? Can we you bring can go, them? You can go whoever you want. I was just saying they have to be retired though, right? Isn't that the uh, the rule? Also? Yeah, retired. Okay, I got two. Okay. Just because I, I have a hard time listening to the game. Game. Well, I know, about okay. I, I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> My first and mo- most realistic <clears throat> would be Gilbert Arenas. I just I feel like his career dropped off too quick for me. Right. Um, after all the issues with the gun charges and all that stuff, right. you have three um, solid years though. Listen, really solid. The NBA was here, was his for a little while, and I'm gonna really say that he was, was a top, it? he was a top three NBA player at the time. Argue, argue with your, argue with your uncle. Don't argue with me, cause I don't got time <laughs> for it. All right, Gilbert was a top three player in the NBA for those for that three year span. I would, I would honestly say that. Um, but I would love to see Larry Bird playing this, cause everybody talks about how Larry Bird isn't Larry Legend. I feel right? like he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. You know what I mean? When you when you look at stats, his stats are comparable yeah. with LeBron's career stats. I believe it. If you really want to talk about it, you know what I mean. So I would love to see Larry Bird in this era. Um, Honestly, it was something that because I, I obviously none of us grew up during Larry Bird's heyday, but like going back and seeing highlights, I never realized how smooth his game was. He's a great passer too. Amazing, and like just like he saw stuff on the court that like I feel like no one else, especially at that time could see and like watching him just like it seems so effortless you just walk up the court here we go bang three done if he had athleticism 
I, don't, I mean, I don't even think he needs. I don't think. I no. honestly don't. Think, and Don, and see, that's what makes me mad because people say that Larry Legend couldn't survive in, in this day and age because he wasn't athletic. Who said that? Some people. But Luca. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I feel, right. like, I feel like John's probably said that was. I haven't like, heard that. Okay, too much. okay. I, I hear a I lot of people. I hear a lot of people saying Larry, Larry wouldn't do anything. Look who he's playing against. I feel like that's what everybody says about older guys. Right. But if you look at it, guys like like Luca, mm-hmm. he's not the most athletic guy in the world either. No. But he's a dog. Sure. He makes and, it work. Yeah. Like, and I think Luca this year is nowhere near what what Larry Legend no, was. No, no. I mean, not. maybe he'll get there. But I would love to see Larry Legend play. You say say that about uh, Jokic too. Where he's like, he's not yeah, like but super fluid. He's out a little there. taller than. than no, no, both I'm not saying. I'm not saying yeah, their yeah. games are comparable. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, in terms of like guys that who are out there who are like playing really well, who you're like, not, they're not the most athletic people in the world. Oh, for sure. I saw that game winner. I forgot who it was against, but that Jokic game winner was disgusting looking. It looked terrible, but it went in. It went in. Yeah, and he and he's it was making ugly. It, he's making it happen. You know, so. <laughs> you know that, that just shows you don't need all the athleticism in the world to be to be an effective NBA player. Look how great the the, the Nuggets have been. You know they don't need uh, you know all these these super shout out shout out Devin Battle right true Wade Wilson probably the <laughs> biggest uh, Nuggets fan. Nuggets fan I know I saw uh, I saw but you know just you don't need all that athleticism so yeah it would be cool to see uh, Larry Bird back in the uh, in the NBA with his prime talents John so, question man since you yeah. asked what was your answer. <laughs> The big four or five. Michael Jordan? <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Solid baseball player. Expert gambler. <laughs> I don't know about that. Man, forget them kids. Man. Great, great golfer. <laughs> so what sport is he playing? Space Jam. Savior is he bad yeah. for? My goodness. <laughs> His airness. One of UNC's best. True. I want to see Michael Jordan come back so he can settle all these debates of the of the greatest because kids that haven't seen him play will be quick to to name a lot of players who are athletic and at the top of the league now. But when you just go back and look at some of the highlights of Jordan, sure. just the highlights alone, you can see, first of all, most of their moves are based off of Michael Jordan's moves mm-hmm. and... He was doing it in some sneakers that <laughs> you would debate even wearing nowadays. Right. But, um, Jordan wear chucks at all? Nah, yeah, I don't think he went that far. But <laughs> they definitely don't have the shoes that they have. Yeah, definitely now, not the so. arch support that you get. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just think he he would be as iconic as he was then. He he would still do the same thing if you brought him back. Today. I think so. Speaking of shoes, just because I want to share this with you guys. I went through a really awkward stage when I was younger where I was uh, kind of into skateboarding and I wasn't the best, but I was really into skateboarding. I was also into skateboarding for a little while. And I had some uh, Zoo Yorks, right? And a buddy of mine was trying to get me to play basketball and I was playing a little bit of AAU with him. So I uh, was skateboarding to his house wearing my Zoo Yorks and I left my basketball shoes at home. I had to play a basketball game (laughs) in Zoo Yorks and... (laughs) And ankle braces, <laughs> and that was uh, I got a lot of respect for for those older guys who play in chucks and ankle like braces, that. With little plastic inserts. In <laughs> yeah, the joints like yeah. they go around twice and up on the sides as well. Like it was oh bad, God. bro. And those it are was, like just like straight flat on the bottom, right? Because they're skateboard shoes, aren't they? Yeah, bro, they were horrible. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I would never like you couldn't pay me to play another game of shoes Tell like that. But uh, 
It was. And the, and it was the New York, so like they had the two two, two laces in them. So I had white and black laces. So it was wow. just big, bulky, and ugly. Yeah, man. Were you a good skateboarder? No, I was horrible. Actually, I tried to go down a ramp one time, and uh, when they tell you to lean forward, that's so true. Because if you don't, man, <laughs> I, fell on, I fell on my butt a couple times. It hurt. That's why you quit. You're like, I'm yeah, that, I mean, that, there's multiple reasons why I quit. That was definitely one of them, though. Are but there I, any I seven skateboard. foot skateboarders? First of all, I'm not seven foot. Why do we do this? <laughs> Sorry, are there any eight foot skateboarders? I have really grown. Every, like, <laughs> three podcasts from now, I'm going to be in the NBA. Right, I though, promise. Right? <laughs> How tall are you officially? Six, seven. Six, seven. <laughs> the sneakers, or is that barefoot? It's like mean? on his knees. Like, what is he talking? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a grown man. I don't know. Unless I'm praising the Lord, all right? <laughs> Oh, grown man can't get on their knees. <laughs> I mean, we do what you want. Talk to West, Russell Westbrook. You definitely couldn't. So. Exactly. Oh, yeah, you I ain't going to talk to Russell Westbrook like that. <laughs> you ain't going to tell me. Hey, Russ, I'm with you, baby. I'm a grown man. Don't talk to me like that. That's true. <laughs> Somebody kicked John out of this podcast. Oh, no, Security. Security. <laughs> I get what you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took you some time. It took you some time. <laughs> I'm 6'7", man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I, I, I mean, I can't tell you the heights of all the famous skateboarders, but I feel like six seven would definitely be. I think Tony Hawk's pretty tall, right? Yeah, but I'll, I think he's like six four. I don't think he's that tall. I don't think he's six seven. Okay. It's like three inches of height, man. It is. It's a lot. I don't know why we keep mentioning six seven. Like, who are we talking about here? Who are we referencing? <laughs> you mean seven footer Bobby Johnson? Yeah. Somebody look up his his uh, his height on the Florida Southern website. I'm pretty sure I remember it being six eight. Boy, shout out to Link Darner, but he was lying. If it says six eight, <laughs> man, he was lying. Did they not ask you? No. <laughs> like when you do your physical and stuff, I thought that's where they get your Oh. <laughs> so he... I'm six seven for real. Maybe six six. Maybe uh, six six. Yeah. yeah, it says right here, six foot eight. That's a lie. Two ten, they said that had your playing weight. <laughs> that's a too. lie, baby. Two sixteen. Give me give it give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. Keep my weight up. I could bang with him though, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm wiry. Let's see. Let's look, let's look, at, this, let's look at the stats. By here. the way, if anybody listens to this entire podcast to the whole way through, if you can at me on Twitter and tell me what movie that's from, um, probably give you a hundred bucks. Nah, you know that's a little too steep. But I will cash app you enough money for a Chipotle bowl, extra, extra chicken. What's that Ooh, like? Twelve? Yeah, extra, extra chicken. chicken. I go extra chicken. Twelve dollars. Wow. I'll cash up. Whoever can tell me what movie that's from, twelve dollars. I'm wiry. Right. <laughs> Anybody know? I'm gonna I'm I'm send it to you when I'm done editing the podcast. <laughs> uh, you're, you're disclosed. You don't know how these <laughs> these contests work. <laughs> Am I disqualified? You're disqualified. You can't participate. Can I get some guac in there too? I go chips. No guac. Oof. Getting stingy. That's fine though. All right. Take a look at the stats here for for Bobby Johnson. Six point two points per game. Fifty. 0.3% from the field. Not bad. Kind of pass me the ball more, man. I can't <laughs> score if you don't give me the ball. It's that simple. 6.5 rebounds per game. 0.8 assists. You got to get those numbers up. Hey, man. I can't pass the ball if I don't have it. Like, the few times I get it, you want me to get rid of it? No, sir. 72.7% from the field. Or, sorry, from free throw. Yeah. Range. It's not bad for a big man. 72? Well, I mean, it's not DeAndre Jordan, so yeah, you're doing all right. DeAndre Jordan's actually a much better free throw shooter this year. Is he? What's he shooting now? He's uh, his his free throw has improved greatly. Did you see his um 
His routine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you knew what I was saying. Yeah, was, I, did, I knew what you cool. meant. I want to see you, I want to see you struggle a little bit. Oh, that's cool. It was one word, but you, you could just throw it out. Ooh, DeAndre Jordan, 761 from free throw range from the charity stripe. He's what? 761. So 76.1%. Yeah, he. I told you he's shooting a lot better this year. He's got a routine now. He does the same thing. He's not doing that stupid stuff that he was doing last year. It looks good. I'll give it to him. I think every big man needs to go do whatever he did this this offseason. <laughs> Just give it DeAndre Jordan. Let's see, John Williams, there's, there's number not, twelve, Florida Southern. There's not too many bad like free throw sh- like big free throw shooters now. I big, mean, big man. There are. I just feel like there's not as much as there used to be. Like before, it was like, all right, yeah, get the big man. Shaq, Ben Wallace, so like just foul him. I like Shaq though. Shaq, Shaq said some real stuff. What did he say? He said the only reason I he said me being a bad free throw shooter is it, God's way of showing you that I'm still human. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, I, that's your excuse for not practicing in the off season, pretty much, bro. But like, do you know how big his hands are? Does he has he had the biggest hands in the in the NBA? I feel like DeAndre Jordan like is a, is a Kawhi Leonard has big hands too. I, maybe I can't make that excuse for him. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're not guarding Shaq. It's not. I just think, <laughs> I think he thought like I don't need to work on my free throws because you can't stop me. <laughs> like I'm gonna dunk on you every single time. Can you imagine if he shot 78 percent from the from the free throw line? Just 78. Like I'm not. You don't have to be amazing. Imagine yeah. if he shot 72 like me. <laughs> Loser. He was, a, <laughs> he was already the most dominant, though. But. Most dominant player in NBA history. Ever? Yes. Are you just saying that because that's like the narrative that they... I made them? the narrative. Oh, my gosh. They say that because All they right. heard me say well, it. Well, who, who came close, then? Who's a close second for most dominant? When you say dominant, does that just mean, like, can't be stopped on offense? I feel like dominant means... I have to throw a double team at you. Like I feel like a one on one. There's just I don't stand a chance. Like I have no there's faith no in you can throw out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Jordan, maybe, maybe even Kareem. I mean, I say Shaq. No, no we, we said Shaq. But so he's like he's way up. So you too busy trying to look up stats. <laughs> stick, stick with us. I was trying okay, to find, stay, stay with I was us. Trying to find John Williams stats. I'm sorry. Stay with <laughs> us. Stay with us. Okay. Um, I think I think Kareem would probably be second for most dominant. And see, that's why I feel it's like gotta be centers though, right? Like I feel like it. Because on the perimeter, I always, I always got a little, like, there's a chance you could always miss a wide-open layup. I mean, a, a wide-open three. There's always a chance. I don't care how good of a shooter you are. Right. There's always a chance. A wide one-on-one, open, you're not missing dunks very often. That was Shaq. <laughs> yeah, but see, the thing is, though, see, now, now you have me thinking, like, in terms of I, the, the offense would be, would be nuts, Right, like if you play one on one, like uh, you have to play to like two a certain. Like, what, what, what would be the rules, right? So let's say, for example, you're taking two guys who are some of the best at their position. Let's say, let's say Steph Curry, right, who's shooting threes at an unbelievable pace. Some people say he's the best shooter of all time, right? Not and he, some, and he can carry he's the best shooter, right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and so you say he can shoot the three, but not only that, but I mean he's faster than 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 Shaq is so if you play them one on one like what what does that game look like who gets ball first that's what I'm saying like if you're playing to like 15 like who gets know, ball first I mean let's say Steph then. I still think Shaq can make him miss once <laughs> if Shaq can make him miss once Steph Curry does not stand a chance 
with Shaq. Like no back to the basket. Like it's not. It's no contest. Yeah. But I think he yeah. could back him down from the three point line. Like let's not. Like Shaq was a decent ball handler. Like he he would right. go coast to coast. And I'm not saying he's gonna cross him up, but he doesn't have to. No, no. He's too not. big. Steph Curry's not getting around. Yeah. yeah. It's like me playing one on one with John. Like I'm. <laughs> I'm putting John in that pose, baby. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You. <laughs> Like, honestly, like the disrespect, just because it's glass in between y'all, like don't mean you could just disrespect. That's messed up, man. I'll back if you, you talk to me like that, if you go talk, hey man, man, you funny. You know, I, I just yeah, I, especially if we check up on the block. Like, come on, I don't, even, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't even want to see that. Nah, like, if people if, told me that was a game going on, I, I would go to the next. I mean, room. do do bigs inherently have like how how big would the person have to be? Like, so for example, like let's say like let's say LeBron versus like Shaq. Like, who's winning that one? Who gets ball first? LeBron. I I think Le- if LeBron settles, I don't know. I don't I don't want to argue this. This is I didn't I'm come just, here I'm for just this. Think, I don't yeah. If LeBron did what he actually should do, <laughs> yeah. But win. if he settles and I think he takes a bad shot and Shaq gets because that's the thing. Shaq's not playing with you. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of guys in the NBA who who want to expand their game. They want to sh- Shaq knew what he was good at, and Shaq did that. His strengths, yeah. And like I just feel like in a one on one game, I I really don't feel like Shaq's gonna even do a hook shot. I don't I don't feel like it's doesn't need to. We got a we got a glimpse. They, you know how they play around before pregame in the All Star game, but we got a glimpse of what Shaq versus Jordan looked like. <laughs> and it's making me reconsider my goat. Because, <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, stop. He gave him a move though. Because Shaq tried to get a little pretty with it and do a little shimmy. <laughs> But he lost Jordan though. Yeah, but he I think he missed. That's what I'm saying. Like I want Yeah, I mean listen. That's honestly what would be, be a great addition to the NBA All Star King of the Hill. Would be just like, yeah, straight up one on ones or even just like a one on one bracket. Like where it's just like you go, you know, like a forwards division, you go a guards division and just kinda like make your way towards the middle and then, you know, whoever it is, mm-hmm. best guard versus best uh best best forward, you know. So who so who's the best Right now, who's the best one-on-one offensive guard and best one-on-one uh, forward? You gotta say James Harden, right? Like in terms of just overall being able to score. Now, one-on-one, we don't call that many fouls. You don't get you don't get the foul call like that in one-on-one. We, True, we not we not doing that. True, but I mean, but it, it, still, this is also assuming still that James Harden's playing yeah. defense, right? Like, hey, you know who will be my sleeper? Alonzo Trier. Do some re- yeah, you yeah, might I'm, not know I'm about him. Asleep. Listen, man. <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> Listen. Listen. And I did I not call a three-point shooter? Did I not call a three-point shooting contest winner? Hey, man. Did I not? Okay. I'm telling you. And I'm not saying Alonzo Trier will win this, but he's going to he's going to he would advance around and and, and kind of surprise some people. He's not a, he's not a big name guy. Nick's shooting guard, he is very shifty. Right. Change of positions. He he knows how when he's on an island to kind of to get to his advantage. He knows sure. his sweet spots. Now, I'm not saying he'll win, but he would be the guy that, he would be like my sleeper because I never really picked the the obvious guys. I like the underdog. Sure. He would, be the, he would be the guy I'd throw in the contest. Okay. Let's do some research if you never heard of him. Will do. All right. Because <laughs> you never heard of him. I'm not going <laughs> to He's not bad. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> get real sleepy here. Anyways, uh, that'll do it, I think, for someone's sports. Do you guys have anything else? Nope. Buckets. <laughs> That's all. That's all you got. That's all I. Ha- That's well, all I have. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we're excited because we've got uh, hopefully some guests <laughs> coming on the uh, the podcast pretty soon. I know we teased one uh, earlier in the podcast. Um, of course, that'll be closer towards uh, the beginning of football season. Hopefully, we'll get that going, or whenever he would be willing. Let's just yeah, let's that's go that's ahead throw that out there. As well. We have we have our timeline, and, and you know, hopefully, it coincides with uh, with his timeline, and uh, his timeline will probably obviously take precedent. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of other really good guests that we're excited for uh, going forward. And uh, please give us a follow on Instagram, Somewhat Sports on Instagram, Somewhat Sports on Twitter. The brand is uh, is strong. Also, you know, we're all on Twitter individually. I'm at uh, John Dennis Radio on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm y'all know Bubs. Y'all know underscore Bubs on Twitter. My Instagram is just Bubs View. It's corny, but mm-hmm. I like it. My Twitter is AJBL4. Uh, I haven't been on Twitter since 07, but... That's not true. I think you did one in 2013, maybe? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I'm about to say, we, I used to, we used to, have some, used to tweet a little bit when I, back in college. Yeah, it was, it was, it was oh. sooner than 07. You used to give me a hard time about the Bubby searches. <laughs> I didn't give you a hard time. That was actually funny. He does. I might bring I might bring that back, man. The Bubby searches were good. Can you tell everybody what that is? So I go by the name Bubby. That's my nickname. Like heavy though. Right. You know what I mean? Like called it college graduation. Like that's right. my name basically. Gotcha. But it's also a term of affection. It's what a lot of people call their significant others, their grandmas, their little ones. So what I would sometimes do is I would go on Twitter and search Bubby. Um, and I would just randomly at people that I've never met in my life. That like they'd be like, "Oh, I'm so worried about Bubby. I hope he's okay." And I'll at them like, "Oh, I'm doing fine. Thanks for checking." <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> and it's like they've never met me. They don't know who I am. And I've honestly got a lot of followers. Like I've I've made some friendships that way. Like I I think the other day I tweeted out um, something about like my new job or something, and uh, somebody that I tweeted that. Like, well, hey, congratulations, Bubby. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Like, That's fantastic. Social media is a great place, man. It depends. The Bubby searches. Might bring it back. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you shout out your, your Instagram, uh, John? I'm changing it, but JL Williams 5. Yeah, that's what it is now, right? Did you change it yet? Are you going to change it? No, I'm still, I'm open to suggestions, man, but we're trying to drop the number. But I would use the Somewhat Sports Instagram right now. <laughs> yeah. If you want to get in, to- in contact with, uh, with John Williams here, just uh, at... Uh, somewhat sports on Twitter or I guess on Instagram too. Yes, sir. We're also on Facebook. We are actually on uh, on Google Play uh, podcast now, which is exciting. It's another little podcast medium that we got. So hopefully, uh, oh, and this is something that I wanted to talk about. Please, please, please. If you made it this far, obviously you love us and we love you. But if you could rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast app that you use whether it's apple podcasts whether it's uh, spotify or google play uh, podcasts please uh, rate it five stars if you're gonna rate under five stars um, just close the app and just ignore it <laughs> don't <laughs> um, we take all feedback come on yeah, we'll no take i'll take it. feedback just don't leave the, the stars are uh, are nice i like i like you it's a five stars right now and i like to keep it that way like it, you know. At least until we can, we can, you know, get a nice uh, sample size where like one one star won't t- uh, tank our rating. Um, and then, uh, if you don't mind, uh, you know, leaving a review. And then, uh, actually, if you want to subscribe, hit that subscribe button, and then unsubscribe, and then resubscribe. Those all count as separate subscriptions. So just beef that back. Boy, up. if you don't stop cheating, we're trying to get, <laughs> into, <laughs> get, some trying to get into the featured uh, podcast. Please subscribe twice. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to subscribe at least fifteen times. That would be so great for and, us. And anyone who who answers this question, 
about the uh, oh yeah anyone yeah. who answers gets the twelve dollars. So I don't mm. care if a hundred people, if a hundred people subscribe and bad, answer, yeah. I'm I'm giving everybody everybody twelve dollar Chipotle on me. Chipotle. You're all getting one. <laughs> one you're, you're ch- gonna share. <laughs> One chicken bowl, extra <laughs> extra chicken. Give me a lot of spoons, though. Give me a, a lot of spoons. <laughs> Anyways, that'll do it for somewhat sports. Thank you so much. Uh, if you made it this far, we are deep into this bad boy. Uh, but thank you so much for for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week.